Ons sal net vir die plek kom, waar die tweede gedeelte is, as net, with my life that laid down, I surrender now. You'll only come to the place where we truly surrender our lives to Him if we believe in His goodness. Because it's trust. When we realize His goodness for us, and when we realize His love for us, it brings us to the place of surrender. It brings us to the place where we can give our lives. He doesn't expect us to give our lives so that He can love us. We must receive His love. (laughs) And that's what today is all about. This is what this message is all about. This is where we are right now in in Ephesians. We're moving through Ephesians. And we've come to Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. And uh, uh, we're going to handle the whole of Ephesians 3, but I'm only going to do or focus on, on a few verses. Uh, but this is, this is a very easy, but simultaneously a very difficult message. <laughs> it's easy because it's simple. It's difficult because there's no way in this world that I can change anything in your heart with what I'm about to say. This is the work of the Holy Spirit and only the work of the Holy Spirit that can change something and do something. Something needs to happen and and we are trusting God and that's why we're worshipping at the end. We trust in God that, that, that as we go through this, this will maybe just unlock something in your heart. And then as we worship, the Holy Spirit would come. And I shall come in, come its work in your heart. And uh, this is toevallig what Paulus oor praat in the begin. In the begin, I can't even tell you how many three years work and what I call not have enough time for this today. But in the, in the begin, verse to verse 13, Mark Paulus a type van opsomming, he sums up what he's already told us now in Ephesians 1 and 2, um, the great mystery that God has given him to give to the Gentiles the privilege of telling them that they too are adopted into the family of God. That it's not just those who keep to the Jewish laws, it's not just the Jews, but through Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice, through what Jesus has done, we are all now part of the family of God. We are all part, and we've dealt with this now very, very intensely, that we have been built together and joined together in Jesus Christ. That we are His body. So Paul just sums up that. But then he comes to, a, to, a, to, to what I believe is... Um, is the core and the thrust of Christian living. <laughs> Out of this, if we get this, and if we allow God to change our lives, if we allow the Holy Spirit to come and get and change us, this will permanently change the way we relate to God and to each other. But it's not something that can be taught. It's something that has to be revealed in you. There's a saying, it can't be taught, it has to be caught. We had this Afrikaans pastor, 
who says, you can't taught it, you have to court it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that has to be revealed in you. And Paul actually says in the first verses of 3, he talks about that no one has taught me these things. The, what I'm telling you, the message I'm bringing you to the Gentiles has been revealed to me by Christ himself. So Paul had an encounter. And this morning Lillian actually said a word that, that actually describes it very nicely. Paul had a love encounter with Jesus. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's what changes everything. So I'm trusting God that we will have a love encounter with Him. So I'm going to start reading um, through just 14 to 21. See, for this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. Just want to stop there, because once again, Paul realizes this as well. He says, this is, it's a, it's a case for prayer. This is a gebed saak hierdie. This is not a thing that we can find. It's not something that we can grasp with our intellect, with our minds, We've got to come to the place as we plek kom waar ons nie die Here dien met ons koppe nie. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Nee, Jesus het dit self gesê. In John 4. So I say I pray that according to the wealth of his glory he will grant to you to be strengthened by the power through His Spirit in the inner person. Ne? He will grant to you by His glory. Once again, as ons enig iets kan doen vandag, voordat ons in worship ingaan, if there's anything we can do today, is to open up our hearts to God. Say, please God, by your great wealth and glory, by your mercy, some other translation says, will you come and will you strengthen me with the power of your spirit in the inner person? That, so that, that Christ will dwell in my heart through faith. So that, because you have been rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend what all the, with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and thus to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you will be filled up to all the fullness of God. Oh, excuse me. Filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to Him who by the power that is working within us is able to do far beyond all that we seek or think. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So once again we see that Paul is praying something for the church. Yes, as, as if we can snap everything. That the letters Paul writes to the church 
the letters we have, what we have received in the Bible is for our growth. It's for our health as Christians. It's for our health as the body of Christ. Everything Paul writes, it's for a healthy church. It's so that the church can be a reflection of what Jesus Christ is, a reflection of the kingdom of God. And we must read the Bible like that. How to become healthy. It's like your, your health manual. Ne? Paul tells Timothy to train yourself in godliness. How do you do that? Read the health manual. How to be a healthy Christian. So I want to break this down quickly. Now we see all, there's, there's, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of so that's and there are, there are a lot of that's and all that in this whole, this is quite a mouthful, ne? Van, van 16 tot 19. Let's read 16 tot 19 again. Ek meng het nou lekker, ne? I pray that according to the wealth of His glory, He will grant to you to be strengthened by power through His Spirit in the inner person. That Christ will dwell in your hearts through faith, so that, because you have been rooted, so that, because, ne? so that, because you have been rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and thus to know, and thus, See, it also so that, on the because, on the thus, to know that the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you will be filled up with the fullness of God. That is a mournful. How do we understand this? How do we get something from this? So, and many of us, when we read something and we that we just skip over it. They have this gift to speak a lot and say nothing. <laughs> oh, Paul has a gift to write little and say massive amounts of things. We've got to break this open. So I thought the best way to do this is to reverse engineer this, this passage. You know, you reverse engineers, when you find something that you, that you think this is valuable, that this is a self-win, yes man, I will know what here aangaan, then begin you, okay, the result is a self-win. Now come, we break them up. Okay, so, we have this nodig, 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 we have So let's reverse engineer this passage a little bit, so that we can understand what, what this is all about. So in verse 19, we see this. We say, and thus, to know the love of Christ, that surpasses understanding, he's on last is so that, so that you will be filled up to the fullness of God. That's our product. Ons doel as a Christen, ons doel om... And ons, waar ons wil uitkom as a Christen, is to be filled up with the fullness of God. Dink net gau vir yourself. Imagine yourself walking through your day, living through your day, and you are full of God. You are so full of God that it's spilling over. Everywhere you go, you leave 
God behind. You leave his character behind. You leave his love behind. You leave his peace behind. When you walk into a room, the atmosphere in the room changes because you are full of the love of God. You are full of God. You are so full of him, you want to scream it out. Imagine that. That's the goal. I want to live a life like that. Ek wil rondlip, maak jy saak waar het is nie. Ek wil in enige omstandighede wees, maak jy saak wat die omstandighede is nie. Whatever the situation. I want to be full of God. And he wants that for us. Paul prays this for us. Jesus prays this for us. Go read John 17. Ne? Imagine that. Dit het my laat dink aan Jesus wat, wat, wat vir die Samaritaanse vrou by die put gesê het in, in Johannes 4. John 4. He comes to this woman. She's rejected. She has to go and get water in the heat of the day while all the other ladies of the town goes in the, in the morning when it's cool. But the other ladies don't want anything to do with her. So she goes in the heat of the day and then she meets Jesus in the heat of the day. Wie van ons het al Jesus ontmoet in die hitte van die dag? When things are hot, when things are not going well, where people are rejecting us, Jesus waits there for her in the heat of the day. And he says to her, if you knew the gift that God has for you, you would ask me and I would give you living water. And then they go through this whole conversation of living water and he exposes to her really where she's trying actually to get her life from. That is not God. And he says to her, if you take this water and you drink it, the water I give you, you will never thirst again. And it will be in you like gushing streams bringing forth into eternal life. The life will never stop. You will be full of me. You will be full of my spirit. Talking about the Holy Spirit. Later in John 7, he says it again. He says, on the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up in the crowd and he cried out. See, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He read rivers. It's not... It's not a dam. It's not something that you hoard for yourself. It is a stream that never, ever ends. It is a stream that never dries up. Imagine going from through your life, being so full of God every single day of your life, that there's not one moment where you feel far away from Him. There is not one moment, there is not one moment where he is not. He is not evident in your life. Imagine that. Ne? I took a year on in John 10, 10, say Jesus, I have come to give life and life in abundance. 
full of God. Full of God. Het jy al ooit het beleef? Have you ever felt full of God? Ja, van ons het al. But then the cares and the worries and the trials of this world come again. Nee, Jesus praat van die, die, uh, die verskillende grond waarin die saad val. En hy praat van die vijand wat kom in, in thorns and thistles, in, in um, onkruid saai, tussen die goeie, en dan verduidelik hy later, hy sê, die onkruid wat saam opkom, wat hier die goeie harvest verstrengel, wat die volheid van God in jou verstrengel, is die cares and worries en die begeerlikhede, the temptations of this world. We must be so full of God that the temptations of this world has nothing on us. We must be so full of God that we don't look anywhere else for fulfillment. That is the so that. This is by ons wil uitkom. The so that. And I'll gaan ons a bykie terug. Vers 18, say, you will be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the, the breadth, the length, the height, the depth, and thus to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. To know the love of Christ, dis ons volgende stikkie, of die vorige stikkie. So that means before we can be filled with the love of God, before we can come to that place where we are full of Him, we have to know the love of Christ. It is the love of Christ in our hearts, revealed in our hearts that fills us with God. And we just went through this exercise. How many of us truly can believe with all our hearts that He loves us? Unconditionally. Kom ons wees geëerlik, wie van ons sit op een of ander manier a condition in ons harte Nee, op die liefde van Jesus. Net, net just subtly, it's there. We put a condition in our hearts on the love of Jesus. If we are enough this, then He will love us. If we do this enough, then He will love us. We do it. Even if we don't want to, and even if we know we shouldn't, we do it. What we need is Romans 5 5. That says, Hope does not disappoint. Christ is our hope. Jesus, the hope of glory. And hope does not disappoint. For he has poured out the love of God in our hearts through his spirit. We need a pouring out of Jesus' love in our hearts. We need that. If we get this, if we get this with our minds, we will go out and we will feel loved for two days, three days. But if the Holy Spirit comes and we allow Him to come and to change something fundamentally on our insides, in our spirit man, 
He changes forever the way we see our relationship with God. The love of God was poured out in our hearts. This surpasses all understanding. We need to your Come to the place where the Holy Spirit testifies in your heart that you are His son, that you are His daughter, and that He loves you dearly. It has to be a truth here. Ne? He has got to come and change our reality. What is reality for us? It's, how we are. it's our experience. I'm not saying truth. <laughs> the truth has got to come live in our hearts so that our reality can come in line with the truth. Ne? Do you know that the only way that you can be intimate with God, the only way that we can have intimacy with God, full-blown intimacy, is on the basis of believing with all our hearts that He loves you unconditionally. There is no intimacy if there is a condition to love. None. You can't it any. You cannot be intimate with God unless we believe that He loves you without condition. Eh? Why? Why does He love us without condition? Because He paid. But that's not for that. This is God is love. God is liefde. Dit is wie hy is. Dit is sy karakter. Dit is sy wese. Dit is sy being. Dit is wie hy is en hy kan niks anders wees nie. He cannot not love. If there's one thing God can't do, that's not love. Because that is who he is. He would be contrary to his character if he doesn't love you. He loves you because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Gaan luister bykie Graham Cook so goed. Hy het awesome ding, love encounter. He loves you. Dit is wie hy is. Hy kan homself nie help nie. Kan help himself. Precies. Kom eens lees een paar verse. 1 John 4, 18-19 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears punishment has not been perfected in love. The one who fears punishment from God has not had a revelation of the love of God for him. God does not punish. He disciplines, which is not punishment. Als een verskil. He corrects. 
He shows you the, the error of your ways. And He helps you again to come on the right path. Even if it sometimes means that you have to live a little bit with the dumb things that you do. That's discipline. But it's not punishment. Nee? Dan gaan hy vers 19 sê, We love because He loved us first. Hy het ons eerste lief gehad. En hy het ons lief gehad toe ons nog sondags was. Nog voor ons vir Jesus aangeneem het. So dit is nie eerste, en hier is die ding wat ons moet besef. It's not even we are not loved by God because Jesus died on the cross for us. We are saved by God because Jesus died on the cross for us. But He loved us while we were still enemies. Do you see that God loves because He is love? We've got nothing to do with how much He loves us. The moment we have something to do with how much He loves us, then we, then we try and deserve it. And then there's no intimacy. We cannot receive the love of God if we try to obtain it, if we try to deserve it. Earn it. You cannot receive the love of God if you still measure, am I good enough? We've got to come to the place where we really see and believe. He loved us while we were sinners. Dit staan in Romeine 5, vers 8 en 9, sê, but God demonstrates His own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more. How much more? Because we have now been um, declared righteous by His blood. Eerst nadat ons hy Eerst nadat hy sy liefde bewys het in Christus. We have been declared righteous. Nee? So you are saved by the blood. You are made righteous by the blood. But your righteousness does not determine God's love for you. God's love for you draws you to righteousness. Vang dit te bykie. It was the love of Christ that drove him to the cross. Jesus died for you because he loves you. Hy het self gesê in, in Johannes 15, hy sê, No one has greater love than this, than one who lays down his life for his friends. And I say, I call you my friends. Jylle wat in my glo. No greater love. Do you believe Jesus died for you on the cross? Yes. Ne? For you. If you believe Jesus died for you on the cross, then you have to believe that He loves you enough to die for you on the cross. That is the proof of His love. Die bewys van sy liefde is die kruis. No greater love. How much does God, 
must see that, yeah. How much does God love Jesus? A lot. Like a lot. Like a lot. What do you think God feels toward Jesus? Father God. Ne? This is... We're naive. John 17. But he says, I say, the glory you gave to me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be completely one, so that the world will know that you sent me, and that you have loved them just as you love me. God loves you the way he loves his own son. Nee? We gaan ons een beetje terug. So that you'll be able to comprehend the breadth and length and height and depth of his love. Enigste ding wat ek hieraan denk, is Psalm 139, waar hy sê, Where can I go to hide away from you? Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee to escape your presence? In your love, sien ek ook in sy presence. If I were to ascend to heaven, you would be there. If I were to sprawl out of Sheol, the hell, you would be there. If I were to fly away on the wings of the dawn and settle down um, on the other side of the sea, even there your hand would guide me. Your right hand would grab hold of me. Wherever I go, whatever height, whatever depth, whatever weste, seide, ooste, noorde, diepte, hoogte, maak nie saak waar ek is in myself, in my gemoed, in my toestand, there is no place I can go in my being, in my life, where your love cannot come and get me out. Many people feel that they can't come to God because they are too dirty. Many Christians feel that they can't be intimate with God because they are too dirty spoken to people about baptism, and say, ja, let ek eerst my lewe recht kry. You don't take a shower because you clean. <laughs> Romans 8, 38, this is one of my favorites, says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor heavenly rulers, nor things that are present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. This is the point. God's love is unconditional unbeatable, unbreakable, immeasurable, unfathomable, ununderstandable. We can never make God not love us. You can never make God not love you. 
It's out of his character. It's bait on. It's impossible. But Paul says it surpasses knowledge. Around once again, it's not something that I can teach you. It's not something I can not genoeg verse say of genoeg maniere probeer uitdruk om dit te sê nie. Al wat ek kan doen is om net daai dinge bietjie oop te kraak for the Holy Spirit to come and pour His love out into your heart. I can just bring you to the place where you are free and ready to accept and receive the love of God. Maar ongelukkig kan ek nie aan jou raak en sê, feel the love of God because it, I'm limited. But the Holy Spirit can. And I invite you to open up your heart to the Holy Spirit. To come and pour the love of God out into your heart. En as ons nou bykie verder terug reverse engineer, en hierso is het amper so bykie van die een, dit wisselwerk met die ander een, maar hy sê, and rooted, because you have been rooted and grounded in the love. You have been rooted and grounded in the love. See, in this end thing, it's one thing to understand and to even experience the love of God. It's one thing to, to come to a realization how much God loves us. It's another thing to be rooted into that love. Om wortels te geskiet het, so in die liefde van God, dat niks jou kan skit nie. That nothing can change that truth. There is no use, we read Romans 8, but doesn't it that no power of hell, no powers, no demons, no situation, nothing can separate us from the love of God if we are not rooted in that truth. If we are not rooted in, then gaan die swiswind kom en hy gaan die boom omwaai. We have to be rooted in it. Nee? Those two, two purposes, two purposes for, for, for the roots of the tree. The one is to feed it. Ne? So what you are rooted in will determine what you feed on. What you feed on will determine your fruit. Die ander gedeelte, wat de wortel doen, is het anchors it. So if you are rooted in solid ground, and in good ground, then you will stand firm. If you are rooted in flaky ground, you will not stand firm. And even here we can go in, in two ways, because you can be rooted flakily, in the truth, and you will stand, you will not stand firm. Or you can be rooted in flaky truth, and you will not stand firm. Verstaan jylle wat ek sê? Jy kan 100% oortuig wees van die waarheid, the love of God, and you will stand firm. Of jy kan jyself wortel in iets heeltemaal anders as die liefde van God. And you will not stand firm. 
Nee? Die reden laat denk my altyd aan Jeremia 17. God gee hier die twee kante. Hy sê, if you trust on the arm of man, you will like, be like a tree that withers, will not bear fruit. You will, like, you, you will be like a dry bush in the desert. Then he makes his promise, he says, but my blessing is on those who trust in me, who put their roots in me, who put their roots in my love, who put their confidence in me, sedative. They will be like a tree planted near a stream whose roots spread out to the water. It has nothing to fear when the heat comes. The heat will come. The wind will come. The accusations will come. The recessions will come. The whatever we want to call it will come. Did come. They have nothing to fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. And it has no need to be concerned in the year of drought. It does not stop bearing fruit. Be full of God. By being rooted in His love. And you will never stop bearing fruit. Als een song wat, wat ons altijd gesing het, is nog nie hier gesing nie. We will not be shaken. Ken jylle dit? For we trust in our God And through His unfailing love We will not be shaken We will not be shaken Through His unfailing love If we are truly full of the love of God, as ons rechtig, echte gloe, met ons jylle hart, jylle siel, jylle verstand, whole being, that He loves us, because He loves us, I don't have to deserve it, the, the moment I have to deserve it, it becomes flaky, because I'm flaky, I'm unfaithful, only Christ is faithful, that's why, that's why we say based on His faithfulness. Sien jylle hierdie beautiful ding wat jylle gedoen het? Wow man. Die laaste stikkie. Ons gaan terug. I pray that according to the wealth of His glory, He will grant to you to be strengthened by the power through His Spirit in the inner man. The strength, the revelation of the Holy Spirit happens in the inner man. It happens in your spirit man. That is where the testimony has to lie. Where the testimony... Who come here? Why the inner man? The inner man is made in the image of God and knows and recognizes the truth. Our minds, our thinking centrums, die gedeelte waar ons goeders in redeneer, 
our soul contrasted. It will tell you one thing one day and then one thing the next day based on your outside experience. Based on whatever comes from the outside into you, your soul will determine what is truth and what is not truth. And that is where the world is going crazy at the moment. Truth is what I experience the truth is. Because truth gets determined from the outside. So if I, get det- if I determine truth from the outside and I have an off day or someone talks to me badly or someone treats me badly or things don't go the way I've planned it, then all of a sudden God doesn't love me anymore. But if my inner man is filled with the knowledge of the truth that God loves me and it keeps testifying and testifying and testifying of the love of God, And we live from that. We will never be shaken in terms of the love of God. It will never be stolen from us. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes and He works. So He He reveals it to us in Christ. We have to receive a, a revelation. And that becomes our strength. We can, ons kan die vryheid hee in ons verhouding met die Heere. We cannot have freedom in Christ. It's also a big thing these days. Talking about freedom in Christ, freedom in Christ. And it's awesome, it's true. Man, big revelation. But it can only come here. We can only be free when our spirit man gets a revelation and that revelation gets drawn into everything we then live from. It influences all our decisions. It influences all the way, the way we think. If we can come to the place where we start thinking from the spirit man, the one who has received the truth, the one who has been made in the image of God and not thinking from our soulish man, our lives would be much different. Grounded in love. And the more we believe this, the more we, we, we reveal this. And I know you out to spend time to spandeer in die woord and, and, and to, to look for the love of God. We were speaking on Friday night with, with the young guys. That even the wrath of God we see in the Old Testament is rooted in His love for us. It's rooted in his, his unfathomable um, passion, desire to see us live a life that He has planned for us. To see us live a life that He created us to be. If we could create something, and put everything in it that it needs to be like this wow 
this un, unreal being. And it goes and it, it lives up to like 20% of it. That's what we do. I was thinking this morning to like my pop yet. Ons mensen. God has given us a brain that we use 20% of. Jesus has given us a spirit man in the image of God that is able to represent him, his fullness of his character to the world. And we are happy with living 30% of it. Maybe. And I believe the more we get grounded in the love of God, the more we will, we will be able to live that out. The more we will be able to stand firm. The more we will be able to live, to be full of God, where we want to be. So we're going to be doing some worship now. And we're going to sing, we're going to worship about the love of God. We're going to worship, and the, the goal of this, die doel van hierdie tyd van aanbidding, is om vir die heilige geest geleentheid te gee om te kom. To give us a love encounter. But I'm asking you to open up your heart. I'm asking you to, to allow the Holy Spirit to come and break through our walls of wanting to earn it. Just let Him come love you. As you love Him, as you sing to Him, as you pour your heart out to Him, let Him come love you.